While we're waiting for audio confirmation, all that kind of stuff, of course, I'm going to remind everyone to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list, look around the site. We've got Lola's deals on there, so you guys can find some good deals that Lola's been looking for for you. And then if you click through those links, you can that helps you support us. You can go to the merchandise tab. We've got patches and stickers and things like that. Links to Ballistic Ink, where you can get like this Gun Nerd shirt that I'm rocking here. Um... You know, lots of good stuff like that. If you're looking for all the different platforms we're on, that's under Strangerholics, so you can find that there. All right, that being said, as everyone's coming in here, please do smash the thumbs ups if you can. I appreciate that. That helps us out with the algorithm. The uh, YouTube algorithm is working really, really, really hard against us these days. So help us out if you can with that. Big shout out to Harry's Holsters, makers of fine Kydex holsters to help support the podcast here. Uh, we really need and appreciate that kind of support. So um, if you're looking for a holster, check out Harry's Holsters. And we do have a code that can save you some money. I think it's Hank Strange. So there you go. All right, let's load everyone up into the uh, into the windows here. Let's do that. Let's smash the open and kick it off right now. Welcome back to the Hank All right, guys, welcome situation. back to the channel. Smash Lifestyle that subscribe button, smash loaded. the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. Okay, we've got the gear report guys joining us. I don't know if they know this or not, but they have to do jazz hands, whether they like it or not. We got to see jazz hands. We're taking I, I'm it. I'm going to need an instructional on how to do jazz hands. Jazz hands like this. You could do it like this. You could, you could, you could flip it up. You could do your own. You could do rain, raindrops. Ooh, I kind of like that one. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. All right, Jeff. All right. All right. So we've got, uh, let's see. We've got Jeff. Who's Jeff? Boom. Right here. We got Jeff right there. He's from Gear Report. And then we also have uh, TJ, right, from Gear Report joining us. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Good. Man, you committed to that jazz hands thing. That was yeah. good. It was impressive. Hey, happy to be here. We, yeah. We have, I, are uh, you talking about me or, T, or, or TJ? I, well, actually, I was talking about you, but... Uh, I, I didn't, see, I didn't see TJ right do here. it. I didn't see TJ do it. I, you never know with TJ. I'm assuming. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, let's see. Let's see it again, TJ, because we got to make it official. We didn't TJ's see. The right. other yeah. There he is. Yeah. It'll be great if you had like a tiara or something to put on too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we'll <not> get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll make. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Jeff. No, what it's okay. Saying? It's messing with me that uh, I've got another screen where I'm streaming uh, off mm -hmm. of YouTube. I'm watching, mm -hmm. and there's enough of a delay on it that I keep looking up, and I'm like, oh, Hank's still doing the jazz hands. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, no, that was 30 seconds ago. He stopped mm -hmm. a while ago. Yeah. It's messing yeah. with me. Absolutely. So for the, everyone just joining us, this is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. This is episode 740. 740 and we have jeff and tj of gear report joining us as i said you can see them right there they're here to answer your questions uh, you know talk about whatever you guys want to talk about they're from gear report so i mean i guess we'll t listen on the show guys i t we just talk about whatever people want to talk about but you know we can't have you guys on and not talk about we talk about guns but you know we talk about anything what kind of stuff do you guys talk about? Um, anything. anything. So it's funny. 
that uh, mm. we started out it will way back you know, 11 12 years ago mm-hmm. Jeff's kayak reviews and that was fun until I jacked my shoulder up and couldn't really do the paddling mm-hmm. I said you know what I need something generic that'll let me talk about all kinds of outdoor gear not just kayak stuff mm-hmm. and uh, said so, you know gear report gears pretty generic gear could mm-hmm. be anything Right. So that, that's kind of how Gear Report was born. And you know, we started out, we did kayaks and camping and backpacking. And probably about five, six years ago, we added firearms in. And uh, you know, we got folks doing, geez, we've got 55 or 60 different author accounts. So we've got uh, probably 15 or 20 contributors that, that write in all the various different content areas, topical areas that we have. Uh, fairly regularly, and then another, you know, thirty or forty that occasionally they'll chip something in here and there. So um, it's kind of kind of cool that uh, some people suffer with ADD. I enjoy it. I just bounce all over the place, and you know, yeah. we do, we do military vehicles and firearms, and um, you know, one of my kids was joking with me. We went to a guitar store yesterday. He said, you know, that's brilliant. You can now you can do guitar reviews on the site. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. But he's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, I was rolling in the uh, I was rolling in the website while you guys were talking there. Yeah, that's the thing. Gun. I mean, you you guys are genuinely gun guys, right? Oh yeah. 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 How long have you guys been into guns? <laughs> long time. TJ. So TJ and I lived in a fraternity house um, a few decades ago. Okay. And uh, I. Oh, was you guys are frat brothers. That's I knew there was something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that explains a few things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, w- oh I was the keeper of the guns at the fraternity house. Mm-hmm. So at any given moment, yeah, I could roll any direction and and have you know four or five firearms within reach. Back then, mm-hmm. I probably have fifteen or twenty guns in my room because you know anyone who wanted to have them, you had to leave them with me. Would you? Uh, would you? Would you guys go to college? Western oh, yeah. Carolina. Okay. Western Carolina, okay. Up in the hills. Okay. Uh huh. Is it? Is it? It's one of those things, huh? Like yeah, it was a, I, a small college. It's like yeah. yeah. Specializes people. specializes in going deliverance on people, or yeah, we're the... not we're not Kentucky. Right <laughs> here, we're we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was up in the there are up in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot. I've heard about those stuff. mountains. Yeah, yep. Unless you like hiking and outdoor stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember you get the guns. We used to go to the uh, the quarry to shoot. Okay. Because you know when I saw you guys at the um, at the sawmill, the gathering at the sawmill, you guys were staying in a tent. First of all, I mean, like actually doing it. So these guys oh, yeah. lived. They lived a life. And they that had was, a, that was they had the a Humvee idea. outside the tent, which I can't even understand. Like, why? If there's a Humvee, why are you in the tent? Yeah, you ever you ever tried to sleep in a Humvee, Hank? No, no, Humvees are no. not comfortable. <laughs> no, Humvees are meant to look badass. They're not yeah. remotely comfortable in mm-hmm. any sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I bash my head every time I get into one of those things. They're yeah. not meant for tall people either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's. I mean, the Humvees that I've been in are just metal. You know, I know there's nicely, there's people who get them and then they hook them up real nice and there's lots of cushioning and leather in there. How I didn't get it. I wasn't invited inside of you guys, Humvee. 
So, which mm. is a good thing. Which is a good thing. I I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know. That was an oversight, as far as yeah. you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I keep mine. So because of what we do with it, the Humvee mm. is it's another content area for us. So mm. uh, it, it's our field vehicle. So when we go to firearms events, we display it. You know, put a gear report banner on it. Put the we've got a turret in the top with you know the the gunner protection kit armor up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we put a fifty cal up on top, but down at the sawmill. Um, we were fortunate that Steve, one of the owners of the facility, said, oh, yeah, here, take my 50 cal. T- take the Maw Deuce, put it on top of the Humvee. That- that'll be cool. So uh, the RSOs weren't real happy about it. But I, was I like, bet. Hey, owner. Yeah. But, uh, but, but we have it because it looks cool, for one, and we can take it to events. And then the other really neat thing is that it's a pretty lucrative content area. So when it comes to uh, – we- we'll review anything. So uh, as far as any kind of gear, outdoor mm-hmm. gear, mostly outdoor gear, but uh, I've got a lot of tutorials, how to fix things, how to how to um, make upgrades and add creature comforts and things to a military surplus Humvee. Oh, cool. Uh, although I don't do a lot of that myself. I keep it pretty military looking um, because sometimes um, it's hard to get paid gigs, but every now and then we will uh, i'll have an opportunity to use it in a commercial or a tv show or something and uh, it helps to have it looking authentically military yeah that's true that's true and it lo- it does look good so yeah i like the i like the the fact that you guys do a whole bunch of different things and and also the way you have it set up you have lots of contributors we do I, I, mm-hmm. I see where you're going with this. Yes, mm-hmm. Hank, you are welcome. If you go to the Gear Report homepage, at mm-hmm. the top it says Write for Gear Report. If you click mm-hmm. that link, you have all the information on how we work with mm-hmm. potential contributors. So if you okay. want to submit some written articles, you want to share some videos you have, that's like Ghost Tactical. I know that's where you were going with this, right? Um, uh, Ghost Tactical. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as I know. Uh, Clover Tactical. Uh, there's okay. a couple examples. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelly at Armed and Feminine has done some stuff with us where you know, they're, they're producing their content and they treat Gear Report as another content distribution channel largely. Okay. So mm-hmm. if, if you have something that you you do a video on and, mm-hmm. and you don't have the appropriate place on any of your properties to post a full-length written article, but you're mm-hmm. into that, you want you want a place to hide a bunch of affiliate links, mm-hmm. write it up, put it on Gear Report. So, oh, okay. so we work with content creators in all the different uh, uh, market segments that we cover uh, on that kind of arrangement, you know, where, sure, you know, come post your stuff, put your own affiliate links in it. You can make some money off of it. You get exposed to a new audience. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we're open to any of your, your viewers out there that have mm-hmm. an interest in being a part of the outdoor industry on the media side. Reach out through that that page that I mentioned, that Right for Gear report, and uh, – that all the information is in there on the different options, how we work with people. TJ's so, smirking. He's like, yeah, you know, TJ, these I people have no idea what they'd be getting into. It's a, yeah. it's a glorious thing to do. <laughs> it is. You get to sleep in a tent. Yeah, I get to yeah. go camping, which I love. I don't know. I saw TJ working real hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you he know. does. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Okay. So it, I think that is a good idea for the folks out there who are interested in this. And I and I have written articles. I've done stuff for um, Ammo Land. I've done stuff even for Guns America in the past. 
Um, and, th and there's always things in the works here. So if you're trying to do this kind of thing, it, you know, distribution is really a big deal. Everyone's making YouTube videos and it's already tough for us as, uh, as YouTube people that do gun related things. Personally, I do a lot of different things, but if you want to get some kind of distribution, get your name out there, this is a good way. Do you guys have any kind of, like, what are your restrictions or what are the requirements for people to come work for you or write, or write stuff or be able to post stuff? Uh, it really, it comes down to quality content, mm -hmm. uh, quality content. And we tend to be fairly family friendly. Uh, one of the other content areas we work within the mm -hmm. camping space, we do a lot with scouts. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually, um, I, I'm the skipper of a uh, Sea Scout ship, which is a division of the Boy Scouts of America. So I'm the okay. adult in charge of that. Mm -hmm. So we try to be fairly fam family friendly is where I'm going with that. So, I mean, we sailing content, we, we do all kind of stuff. It's okay. I'm serious. It's wherever my ADD takes us. That's, okay. that's what about know. RVs? What about van life? Do it, man. We'd yeah. love to have you come write some van life stuff, some RV oh, stuff. Maybe, maybe, I've maybe seen, okay. see, okay. I didn't, I wasn't going to call you out on this. Uh oh. We weren't invited to check out your RV either. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't blame him. I, I told TJ more than once, I was like, holy crap, that looks completely badass. Yeah, thank oh, you. Always thank looking you. at me. She sees me looking at her. Now I'm. she's going to think I'm creepy because I keep staring. But I want to see what's in there. That looks so cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we were parking like where we were parked out um, in that field. It was yep. real muddy over there and stuff like that. So. Um, that was probably, you know, we didn't get to park in the prime spot of you guys, you know, of Garrettport, down by the Connex Towers and all, you know, we're, we're not so yeah. privileged. To, no, actually, I'm glad I didn't park down, <laughs> you yeah. know, if you, if you wanted to get away from stuff. But I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to see each other again somewhere, and yeah, I'll absolutely let you guys check it out. Uh, and, I, and I probably think about, you know doing something like that like writing about it i'm into a whole bunch of different things you know even not yeah. just for the rv but just like i'm a gun guy but you know I'm, I'm into being prepared as much as i can and i'm learning about it. i'm not an expert in any of this stuff so there's a whole bunch of places where these circles kind of like blend into each other right it, it's really neat how that works out covering mm -hmm. a variety of different things like mm -hmm. uh, are you going to go down to georgia to eric's thing in may yeah the iraq veteran thing you guys going out there yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. we always stay there mm -hmm. and and you got maybe you come camp beside the gear report compound chris keeps a spot up there at the top of the field oh really uh, just for us uh we use oh. it every time we're there last time we were there, so you we guys could look down there. on the peasant oh yeah, yeah. Look at those. Yes. I mean, no. We are the kings yeah, from, of all. From, our, yeah. from our cozy hammocks. And yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that's the neat thing is mm -hmm. in years past, our camping editor went with us mm -hmm. and he took a bunch of camping stuff and he was cooking for us, which was kind of awesome. Mm -hmm. So he could review some camp cooking gear, but mm -hmm. we got food out of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he got to do a whole bunch of content while we were there. Yeah. I uh, really neat. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, actually that's how, I wonder how many people are going to be overlanding, camping, boondocking or whatever you want to call it out there. I'm going to be boondocking. Yes. So so the year before the first time we went. So we've mm -hmm. been what three or four times. I think the last one got canceled. The one before that, mm -hmm. I think Ruben's the only one that went. He took his Humvee and went. 
And the rest of us, TJ had booked us an RV to take, a big, big RV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the hurricane was coming. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what, folks? I don't play with hurricanes. I'm staying home. Oh, come yeah. on now. Seriously? Yeah. I, I was more, I was more worried about not getting the, the big deposit back with all the red clay mud that was going to be in that RV. Oh. Hurricanes are so... Let me just say this. This is a Floridian. We get hit with hurricanes probably more than anyone oh, else, yeah. obviously. But uh, those things are so slow moving. Come on now. I mean, yeah. you could see these yeah. hurricanes coming for days. You know, it's just well, that was a problem. We saw it coming. I was like, yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, but I know it's gotten real crazy muddy out there before. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what I was going to say is what I was told is the year before the first time I went, it was monsoon the whole time. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, standing in mud puddles and shooting and and absolutely miserable. And apparently lots of people camped before that. Mm -hmm. And then they had such a miserable time out in the weather that in all the years since it's been like a gradual workup of, well, okay. We were the only people camping the next year. And then the next year, it was us and three or four people. And then the next year, mm-hmm. there were maybe eight of us over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect it'll probably be a little bit more Yeah, as, as the memories of misery fade from people's memories. Yeah. I th- I, I'm not sure if I'm driving my van down there or not. I probably will. But I'm also going to have probably an emergency spot with some friends staying somewhere. So that mm-hmm. way, I could just park outside of their place. But if it's you know if it's too crazy... Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah you you always have to because you never know um, what what can happen at these things. So yeah, yeah. Let me see. You I think I'm set up at the yeah. Gear Report compound. It'll be cool. Okay, absolutely. I'm, I'll at least come visit you guys. All you right. know, up on the hill. You know, I mean, I'm I might want someone to come and carry me up the hill, but we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Um. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So Jeremy we, will we be need there. volunteers. Jeremy, Jeremy, you do it. Yeah, Jeremy okay. looks he he looks like your stereotypical Viking. He's one of our uh see something we didn't talk about. He's one of our overlanding and Jeep content contributors. Oh and cool. Yeah. Okay. Former bodybuilder, big power lifter type guy. He'll carry you up the hill. Okay, now no, I want to be carried up in what do they call the, the like the kind of platform thing that you know you used to see back in the Egyptian times mm-hmm. that the the guy would be on a platform and then there's dudes carrying it on the sides. I don't want to be thrown over someone's back like a baby. We could do that, but I'm not going to recommend it because none of us are really that reliable. You'll get thrown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd it's rather just be good content. <laughs> Jeff's falling apart. His shoulders are done. His knees are done. It's terrible. Yeah, it'll be good content, man. <laughs> and look at these idiots. <laughs> Nothing's yep. going to go wrong here. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Someone was asking you guys a question. Let me see if I can find it. Um, okay. Uh, Night Train says, I'm friends with a couple of professors at WCU. Ask your guests if they ever took a marketing class with Julie Busbin or her husband. So I don't... Probably not. So you got to keep in mind, mm-hmm. we're kind of ancient. So. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't let century these old. old. Don't let the, the youthful good looks fool you. We're old, like yeah. dirt old. Yeah. Everyone's retired or died that taught when we were there. Oh, okay. Um, Ray Bazzolo says, Hank, what's the horsepower in your RV? Uh, this is a, this, it's a Ford 350 HD. So what does that mean? Is the horsepower like 350 or something? Hmm. Uh, I think so. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll look it up right now. I think that's what it is. I'll look it up. I don't know. 350 heavy duty, maybe a 350 chassis. 
Yeah, let me see what the uh let's see what the, uh it's a 2020 Ford Transit yeah. 350 HD. Let's see if we can get the horsepower. Yeah. Oh, specs, let's see. We'll go to specs here. Um I'm going to guess he's got a 5.4 liter V8. It's just a guess. So. No, it's a V6. It's a twin turbo Ooh. V6. Oh, you're eco-friendly. Oh, it's... Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. No, this sounds like... It says uh, 270 horsepower. Yeah. 262 pound-foot torque. I don't know if that sounds... If that sounds about right. 275-ish. Yeah, around 275-ish horsepowers. There you go. That's all right. Yeah. It's a big herd of horses. Yeah, it's okay, you know, horsepower-wise. What's a what's a Humvee? How much horsepower in a Humvee? Uh, oh, man. You talk about pigs. They're heavy and low horsepower. Mm -hmm. uh, the current one that I have, I believe it's, it's the latest model. It's a 6.5-liter turbo mm -hmm. diesel. And it's pushing around 200 horsepower. Okay. And I don't re I don't remember the the torque. It's got a lot more torque, you know, because it's diesel. But yeah. Yeah. I, I think it. Yeah. Um. I I would love to see a ton of horsepower in this thing, but you that's how you die. Yeah. In it in something like this, that's just basically like a big sail. Mm. <laughs> out in the wind, you know what I mean? So. And I've gotten this up to about 95 miles per hour. You know, it's pretty heavy. Huh? That's probably a little sketchy. Yeah, it was a little sketchy. <laughs> You're trying to get pulled over so you can film the follow-up to Driving While Strange. No, no, I don't want to get pulled over. I actually have, like, I actually have a radar detector in here, and I was talking to one of my friends on the phone, and Lola and I were going somewhere, and he could hear my radar detector going off. And he was like, dude, why would you have a radar detector in, a, in an RV? It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, well, what? why do people have radar detectors so they don't get busted by the yeah. cops? You know, he was like, yeah, you're, you're never supposed to go above the speed limit. If anything, you're supposed to be under the speed limit if you're driving. I mean, it's a van. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's still pretty big and heavy. And even when we were in uh, South Carolina and we went into Columbia, um, there was a lot of wind. I think we, I think you guys, we had just done the video with Riker, mm -hmm. and uh, you guys were still doing videos, and we left. But there was some kind of tornado warning, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was Thursday, so it was all all closed. So yeah. here's what's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. You guys shot with Ron at Riker. Yes. And right as you were finishing up, mm -hmm. that front row of tents down by the Connex Tower, the, the premier sponsor tents. So that mm -hmm. was what? Glock and Ledstar and Sig yeah. and Taurus mm -hmm. and Springfield, right? Mm -hmm. the, the five big brands that ponied up big money, mm -hmm. their tents got snatched up off the ground Came and flipped up. over. Yep. Did cool. you guys get a video yeah. of that? Uh, we got some video of the aftermath. Yeah. Oh, okay. That would have been dramatic right there, you know? Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's the thing was canceled because if there were people under them, they went straight up, flipped over, came straight down. They were heavy. Someone would have died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was some serious wind out there, so um, 
So let's see what's going on here. Uh, John Doe says one of these days Hank is going to drag Race's van against a Hellcat. No, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know? And Brian Quick says if you're not doing 100 miles per hour, you're not even trying. Okay, we're talking about a van, an RV. Mm-hmm. So, which I've heard these do get up to 100 miles an hour. The Speedo says 120, and then I've spoken to some people who've gotten up to 100. Hmm. So, um, but you really, you know, that that's really how you flip these over if you if that's what you want to do. These are high center of gravity type things, man. And a yeah. nice wind comes along or whatever, you're pretty much done for. So this is a dually. So, I mean, you know, I guess a little bit, a little bit more stable or whatever. And the springs and stuff like that, it has these things called sumo springs on it. So... You know, you got that. All right, let's see. See, no, we got we've got these guys on no gun questions. What was the cool stuff? I'll I'll ask this. I'll start with a gun question here for you guys. What was the cool stuff? And while you while they're thinking about this, you guys smash the thumbs ups out there. All right, of uh, everyone who's out there watching us right now, smash the thumbs ups. If you hate us, smash the thumbs downs. It's all good. We're talking a gear report here. Um, you know, so let's get some let's get some folks in here. What was the coolest stuff you guys saw out at the at the gathering? TJ, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I I really liked that that. Uh, I mean, the jackal was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually getting to, to lay hands on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the uh, that lead star. The uh, what was that the helium? That three point five pound AR. Yeah. I mean, that thing was ridiculously light. Yeah, Lead Star, man, that's their thing. They make some real lightweight guns. I like their there was a Lead Star AK there. Did you guys get a chance to shoot that? I didn't, but I was I was messing I didn't. with it. That that's the one that, that was painted to look like Beskar, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't think I got yeah. a did you guys get a picture? I don't know. I don't think I got did I get a picture? I, I got a couple pictures, yeah. Yeah. Um it was it was really lightweight though. The trigger felt good on it. I mean for an AK. For an AK. Yeah. You know, and I think Lead Star, like, their thing is doing lightweight stuff. I'm trying yeah. to see. I don't think I got any pictures of it. They do lots of real bougie stuff. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they, they mill out everything. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. funny. Or race guns. Mm-hmm. T- yeah, TJ mentioned the helium. And um, we built a gun. It was almost identical to a gun that one of my guys, uh, Jose Juan, uh, built a few years ago. I think he built that in 2017 with the same uh, smoke composite um, carbon fiber stock. And he, he used a different um, uh, receiver set that was pretty aggressively milled out, carbon fiber everywhere. And, and so I'm looking at it and I'm like, holy crap, you guys just copied Jose Juan's custom build that he did a couple years ago. But mm-hmm. friggin' awesome little gun. So I, mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah, um, the the I think that the lightweight stuff is where a lot of people are going. Um, yeah. I'm guessing those are kind of like race guns or competition guns. Oh, maybe yeah. is yeah. where Lead Star specializes. Yeah. Um, you know, so let's see. American Freedom Outdoors says, "Great news: the Iowa State Governor signed the bill for my state. Uh, no longer does a person in Iowa need a permit to purchase, and we also have constitutional carry." All right. That's awesome. There you go. Good for Iowa, yeah. It's great to see with so many states going just full-on communist. It's really awesome to see some rolling some of that crap back. Yeah. 
it is it is good to see um i know rain is saying let's see um rain is saying did anyone read that arkansas has a bill to ban federal gun control i'd like to see more of that around the country um and it's good to see like iowa is really moving forward when it comes to guns compared to where they were like what was it a couple of years ago you could start you could, they started allowing suppressors right was that two years ago i want to say mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of years know. ago, because I think for a while in Iowa you couldn't um, have suppressors, hmm. but now you can, Blasphemy. right? Huh? Blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah, that's full on ridiculousness. Yeah, I mean that I seems weird to people, but there's still states where I think you can't have cans. Makes zero sense. You know, I I get angry if like if we're at an event, someone hands me a gun that doesn't have a threaded barrel. I'm like, why are you even handing me this? If right. I can't <laughs> hand on it, I'm not interested. Dude, I want every gun to be integrally suppressed. There you okay. go. Yeah. That's what I yeah. believe. I actually have the silencer co. Um I have the silencer co, what is it? The uh Maxim nine. Yeah. You know, what do you I've think got the, about that? I think it's okay. You know, I look, I like I like weird guns, and I like, you know, there's certain guns I try to collect, so I put it in the category of a collectible gun. It's probably a little bit too big, but it's cool. You know, it kind of looks like a RoboCop kind of gun. It works, functions, does what it's yeah. supposed to do. You can even uh, reduce the size of it and all that kind of stuff. I never got a holster for it. I never got the light and, and all those other things that they were supposed to come out with. Yep. I don't I don't really know what happened with that. Um but I think that it was a good, like, first effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I considered it like a big uh, a commercial prototype or a big yeah. proof of concept. Yes. So you you got to have someone who introduces the new ideas to the market yeah. and, and carries that burden of education in the marketplace to help mm-hmm. people understand, you know, yes. this is different than what you're used to, but, mm-hmm. but it can be viable. Yeah. And they did that. Right, and then we had HPA get slapped down. I think that the, they, the world they changed. It, yeah, they did it at just the right time, where had the market stayed the way it was legislatively and and you know politically, they were poised to really evolve that concept mm-hmm. and and bring something even cooler and actually more practical to the market. Mm-hmm. But then the market just screwed them. Yeah, I think so. What I think happened is like with everyone try, trying to the whole push to get suppressors to come off the NFA, which I'm for, I think was overhyped, and it was like a weird kind of thing happened. Right, one, it was overhyped, and what I mean by that is, and I had the guys on from what is it the suppressor association or something like that mm-hmm. uh, or silence whatever it is i had those guys on and they were talking about this and they said that, that it was for real and they were going to actually do it but it was a lot of bad timing in terms of because we were building up like that everyone started because that was just the time when everyone started buying suppressors right and people were like oh yeah i'll buy suppressors and suppressors were selling and then all of a sudden oh yeah they're gonna come off you know as soon as trump becomes president these things are coming off the thing and so everyone started waiting and the suppressor market started going down and then even when it looked like okay we're gonna get everything we want we never got the politics to go our mm-hmm. way and that all fell apart it just became a massive fiasco and it's a shame yep. because companies were about to not just i mean silencer co is always on the front of that kind of stuff right 
They're, they're always on the edge of it. But a lot of suppressor companies were going to start making integrally suppressed barrels of all calibers and all of that stuff got put on hold. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so many companies had made incredible capital investments to mm -hmm. buy CNC machines and hire people and train them and expand buildings or move into bigger facilities. Mm -hmm. They went into debt up to their eyeballs to be ready for the boom that was clearly right around the corner. And then mm -hmm. the knees got chopped out from under that market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot, lot of good people lost everything because of that. Yeah, there were a lot of companies jumping into the suppressor, which is great, you know, but I keep telling, like, I don't know, everyone thought, like, suppressors are all of a sudden going to be 20 bucks. You could go buy a suppressor, <laughs> put it on the gun, shoot it, toss it, who cares, throw yeah. it out, you know, and, and, the th and, and I'm not a suppressor expert, but just what I've learned in about the eight years I've been doing this, um, the, the suppressors we have here in America are really high quality um suppresses it may look simple to people and some people are making cheap simple cans for sure but a lot of the companies out there silencer co uh liberty suppressors uh, whoever griffin Armin, whoever you want to think about right those guys are it's a lot of design engineering materials manufacturing you know if they come off the nfa it, they're not going to be cheap right yep Yep. So, um, but everyone was like, oh, no, I'm sitting back. I'm not buying anything because I'm just waiting for for when that comes. And um, I'm not knocking people for that. I get it, right? It's the reason why so many people um, went out there. Initially, with the pistol braces, everyone said it was ugly and useless. And then everyone and their mama and their mama's mama and then their baby mama on the side and their down low extra secret baby mama was buying... <laughs> was behind the pistol braces because they didn't don't i mean let's be honest right why why is everyone doing it don't want to pay that sbr paperwork right right except for the tail hook the tail yeah. hook is actually functional as a pistol brace everything else is tail hook is awesome to get around the law yeah my opinion you guys like the tail think, hook yeah. yeah so so here's the deal mm -hmm. i think that that pistol braces are both silly and i love them at the yep. same time i Agreed. have completely different minds on this that's one yeah. the silly part is you strap <laughs> the shit to your arm what do you do when you have a malfunction or, or anything you know uh -huh. you, oh, hold on stop the fight i got nobody's strapping that to their arm <laughs> right right it's like but the way they're designed yeah there are people there are people who are handicapped who do it yes yes yeah but but for most people complete joke mm -hmm. clearly just to get around the law and you know what I, I think they're silly but i'm also like hell yeah stick it to the atf because that whole portion of the government shouldn't exist period mm -hmm. period absolutely the, the sbr shouldn't even be a thing right it's completely. a it's a it's such a stupid made-up thing you know yeah. i'm with you i'm with you i think that that pistol braces have the right to exist you know, um, there's a little, there's some shenanigans that went on behind the scenes, you know, not that I'm trying to drag up old news or whatever, but the reality is here, some shenanigans went on behind the scenes, okay? But it, it, this should never have been a thing in the first place. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but yes, a lot of those things are, because it's not really, 
unless you're the person who is strapping it onto your arm, but a lot of what's out now, you really cannot strap onto to an arm or, or like a nub or whatever you, you may have, right? Because of your injuries. It's really not functional in that way. And because you yeah. can't, ex, you can't extend it, right? You know, it's not really functional for what you want to do. I do think that the gearhead works, um, falls into the category of being useful. We put that on a 50, a 50 BMG, uh, like with thir with a 13 inch barrel or something. And I was shooting that thing one handed with a gear hood. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. But, uh, I don't know if I saw that. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Safety Harbor Firearms? I've heard of them. I don't know much about them. TJ, yeah. do you know them? Yeah, so uh, let so let me um so they're one of one of my friends is the owner of that. And he, he's on the show here all the time and he sponsors my channel and everything. So we're you know, we're like that's full disclosure on what's going on, but we've been friends for a long time. So Safety Harbor Firearms makes something called the SHTF fifty. If you um look that up and and uh let me see if I could probably pull it up for people. But basically what it is is um it is a 50 upper that goes on an ar-15 lower oh nice yeah you know so uh, right yeah so yeah. like a bolt gun yeah it's a bolt gun i think um, we saw them were they at the big shot range day a couple years ago uh no mm. no i don't No, they're at shot show but they mm. uh, they haven't done range day or anything like that so let me see if i can run in um here I could run in the uh, the the site now. You can get a complete gun, and they they went through some issues with the ATF, where the ATF was like, "Hey, that upper has to be serialized uh, because it's a bolt action or whatever <laughs> craziness." But um, yeah. you know, because you, that's what the ATF does. Yeah. They make shit up on just the make spot. stuff up. Yeah, they just make really? stuff up. A lot of that's going to come back to you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean to cut no, you off. No, go ahead. And I apologize. I I forgot to ask before we went live mm -hmm. what your language parameters were. Oh, so you could, if I'm no, you're, thing, good. no, you're no. Off. That's it. You're out, Jeff. Bye. Yeah, is that Not it? <laughs> he kicked me out. Okay, now. there you yeah. go. He he just committed mutiny on you. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time on the show. Right. Yeah, like like hashtag fire Jeff is trending. It's crazy. Oh, oh really? did you see gun snobs out there making fun of my? you know glorious luscious oh lock yeah i saw it. him i saw him that he came in uh, well, what did he say oh these two. <laughs> oh, these two yeah. oh wait hold thanks, on a second thanks, he says nfa should be like jeff's hair non-existent <laughs> oh boy yeah he, he's not wrong but <laughs> it's there there's something the there you get, look you got something bro yeah <laughs> something's better than nothing <laughs> yeah you yeah. know um, I don't know why you won't just go full baldy, but you know, listen, everyone makes their own decision. I'm getting there. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm getting there. I, yeah. I, I'm kind of at a weird spot where I can't decide what to do. Um, but, but did you notice what I did today in mm. honor of being on with Hank Strange? I did a mohawk. See? Okay. Are you saying, is that a skull mohawk? Is this? No, it what, is. is Wait, you don't it? Like a reverse mohawk. <laughs> yeah. No, but I only cut the sides. I let the middle go. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, but it, where were we? We were talking about, yeah. So anyway, so they make this 50 upper that goes on an AR-15 lower. It became like a whole thing. So now the upper has to be serialized. It doesn't. It technically shouldn't be. 
but Walter is a, it's a small family-owned business, and they spent a lot of money trying to fight with uh, with the ATF, and they just didn't really have it. I I still feel like uh, we should have all somehow put together money and kept fighting the ATF because we're actually going to see the ATF come back around with those rules. If I think we've already seen it, that they're now trying to reclassify what's actually the firearm because now they want to yeah. include um, 80 percenters, etc., right? They're talking about, you know, the uppers and everything. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to regret not fighting that, but I, I don't know if the, there's a moratorium or whatever um, on being able to fight it. But anyway, so 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 they make that. And, and typically, I think Walter goes out to, like, huh, let me see. What could, he goes, I think I've seen him do, like, 27-inch barrel, like, long, big, long barrels. But I convinced him to make a little short one, like, 13 inches. <laughs> With fifty, I've, that video has to be somewhere. I gotta find that video somewhere. Um, so anyway, uh, we shot that. Let me see if I could find it. Uh, let me see if I could find that video. YouTube has made me remove a lot of the those cool videos that we did. Um, so I'm not All really the fun sure. stuff. Yeah, you know, there's they've just been a pain in the butt with that. So let me see if I can actually find that particular video. Oh, here it goes. Nope. Okay. So let's see if I can roll this in for you guys. Oh, you know what? It looks like it's on GunStreamer or someplace. Let me see. Okay. Let me see where this is. Yeah, GunStreamer has it. So that Welcome tells me back we had to, to the Hank Strange situation. We had to remove it. So let's see. I'm gonna skip forward here. So check this out. I don't know you if your your feed is a little bit late, but you should be able to see it here in the feed. Look at that beautiful thing right there. Oh yeah. You know, and somewhere so this was this is actually the prototype before we put the uh you know, the pistol the pistol uh what's it called again? The uh Gearhead works. Oh. thing on yeah. there okay it, it it's caught up it's about a 30 second delay i think yeah. but I'm, I'm looking at it now yeah. yeah that's tough yeah so here we go there's a slow-mo of that um i've got to see if i could find exactly where we this i have video out there somewhere of, of me shooting that thing with uh let me see if i could find it maybe it's on instagram Maybe we'll find that on Instagram. So you guys are on Instagram, right? You're on IG. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is it on IG? Gear Report. Gear Report. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're completely unoriginal. We're just Gear Report everywhere. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, I got no internet. Why do I have no internet connection? Hmm. Oh. I don't know. You're streaming pretty good for no internet. No, on my phone. I usually oh. take it off so my phone's not uh for some reason in here okay i got no i got no internet connection on this day trust me it's out there the people have seen it you know um they, they've seen the they've seen the the video out there i'll try to see if we could find it so all right let's see what else can we talk about while i'm looking into that what other what other okay, things so here, here's mm -hmm. something okay uh since since we touched on the uh the gathering uh oh is it off camera yeah you can't see it it's holding mm -hmm. up my badge uh, mm -hmm. from the gathering. But um, since we talked about that, a uh, couple things that were kind of weird there, right? They mm -hmm. called it a firearms media event, but then the public was there, mm -hmm. which created this kind of, I don't want to say a clash, but a little bit of discomfort. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. 
I'm there to shoot video and talk to people. But if I go up and talk to anyone, I'm disrupting the flow of the paid guests who have come in mm-hmm. and are waiting in line to shoot stuff. And right. it, it right. made me feel made me feel a little douchey a couple times when, you know, we walk up and, hey, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, come over here and you can shoot this. And the people in the line are looking like, seriously, what's going on? Yeah, like, I paid money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of echo there. I don't know why. Oh, someone's too loud. Oh, that's probably yeah. Yeah. I'm too loud usually. Or it's me. Like my voice is coming across on your thing. Mm. Yeah. So so anyhow, I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't I, I'm not a fan of of mixing in with the public for that reason. And also like when we're filming, like mm-hmm. TJ's shooting and I'm walking him around, around him with the camera, there are other people on the firing line not too far from us that I don't know. And I don't know what their competence level or training level is or anything. And the mm-hmm. RSOs did a great job at the sawmill of keeping everyone safe. Mm-hmm. But when we're with, when we're at industry events, I feel safer with that stuff because I know everyone around us understands that there are cameras going and that, you know, we're walking in places that you typically wouldn't on a firing range, but, but we're doing it in a safe way because, you know, it's in mm-hmm. our first rodeo. Um, but you mix it in with the public and that gets a little sketchy sometimes. I've been um, to some industry events that <laughs> with industry people that I wouldn't shoot with them, but I understand what you're saying yeah. for the most yeah, part. Right. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. He's I talking felt about- that way when we were down at the uh, fire expo. That's how I felt. Like we see right. all the people wandering in. I'm like, God, I wonder if they know how to even fire a gun. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know what? I think that um it is it is a difficult thing to do videos in a in a setting like that. And what I would usually do is just because I never want to get in the way of people who drive out from places and mm-hmm. they spend money and all of that kind of stuff, take the day off or they have right. other things that they could do. And they come out to shoot guns, and then I'm over there trying to make a video. Yep. Yeah. So I always yeah, think, like, why not – set like, that's a – you know, for me, I would rather stand back, maybe just talk to the companies or whatever. But but yep. but they want you to make videos at the same yep. time, and it kind of, it kind of like, uh, clashes. And that happens, for example, a lot at SHOT Show when there's events going on outside of SHOT Show. So outside of Media Day, people – rent out a range and they invite everyone to come there and have a good old time, you know, and then people are having a good old time and everyone's in there and people are drinking and doing whatever and shooting. And it's just a lot of different things mixing and you can't focus. It's not good to actually produce what you need to do when you go home. If you don't have usable material for you or even for me, it's like, okay, well now you just wasted your time and your money. Okay, so here's another thing from that event that Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, I'm not sure I like this. Um, And they did so many things well, but they had their own crew that the event put on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've if you've noticed, you and Mm -hmm. I put out a lot of similar videos from Mm -hmm. from that event. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a couple other people that, mm-hmm. that there were only a limited number of brands there. And we, we all tended to select the more interesting ones and put mm-hmm. out the videos. That's fine. But then we're competing with the, the guy with the big back brace camera support <laughs> producing these super high end. They had yeah. a video walking around. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> why do you even bring them to do these produced videos when it's the same people on camera saying the same things? I'm like, but that's why you asked us to be there. 
Mm-hmm. So I, th- I thought that was a little bit of a conflict of interest, that they were selling that as part of the sponsorship package to the mm-hmm. brands at the event, but then expecting us to come and produce the same videos. It's like, yeah. really? Yeah, I think, and and um, I don't think uh, PSA has asked me for any feedback on that, I don't think. Yeah, um, me either. Yeah. <laughs> and they might, they might, you know. I think that what happened is that this probably was put together, just like, playing trying to figure out from their side they probably put this together with short notice you know a lot of us going into you know man we've been doing this for a year that there has a, there was no shot show this year right there would no, there had a lot of events have been canceled for a long time um a lot of, to be to be honest with you a lot of companies i think have realized they don't even have to do anything to sell stuff that they're putting out or they could do their own releases right. Yeah. So I think I, I think it's cool that they got together and decided to put this out. But I think it would be a good idea to try to figure out from people who came to the event some of the issues, because I cannot yeah. argue that issue with you. It's very difficult um, to separate those kinds of things and make videos the way that you would want to when there's in a general public. It's the reason why I have my own range. I used to go to different ranges and try to make videos, but other people are trying to shoot when I'm trying to talk. Yep. You know, or shooting when I'm shooting, but I think people want to hear like how is this gun sounding or you know, they want they want more information out out of us and we need to have more control of it. So it's already like even a even a circumstance that we go through at media day at shot show is already tough. Yeah, you know, it's incredibly um, tough. Yeah. Oh my goodness, who was it a few years ago that I got upset with TJ? Who was that? I know who it was. You remember who it was? You get upset at a lot of people, Jeff. Yeah, it's a true story. It yeah. was Max Defense, which is funny because oh, I Ma- love Max. Their- Maxim. Maxim, yeah, my, Michael, who runs it's a great guy. David, their re, their their marketing guy's great. They have uh, Tonto there, Chris mm-hmm. Peranto, quite often. Chris is an awesome dude. Fantastic I love guy. All people, mm-hmm. I love all their firearms. But we showed up to shoot, and you know how range day is, mm-hmm. uh, and and especially. We have been splitting. We'll do uh, the big range day in the morning, and then we'll go to Nellis for the ATAC range day in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. We got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. We we can't stand and wait. We mm-hmm. just can't. Mm-hmm. So if we go in, there's a big line, or someone's shooting something big where we can't get up to the line and shoot. It's like, hey, too bad, so sad. We're moving. Mm-hmm. We, we don't. Yeah, I don't. For you. Yeah. Now the advantage and see, this is why I'm saying, like, I think they have to figure out how to do this. Now, I don't know what's going to happen here in the future if we get over the stupid lockdowns and we go back to normal. But my system now, I don't go to that. Uh, this So when we have media day at SHOT Show, which is usually on Monday, the main shooting thing is is one thing where the, the companies that are there, they pay a lot of money to the NSSF people and then they have their event. There's a tactical one, but you can't record there. So I'm assuming you guys aren't talking about the tactical one. No, that's the ATAC yeah. one. It's at Nellis Air Force Base. And oh, the, so you guys can record there or? Uh, very limited opportunities for picture and video. If the cameras pointed the right direction at the right range and the right people aren't. Yeah, so but you guys go there just to see what the stuff is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've never gone there because they tell me you can't record. I'm like, well, I'm not wasting my time. If I'm spending my money yeah. coming out to SHOT Show, 
I need to make videos, hopefully, that will make some money to help pay for the thousands of dollars it costs for me to come out to yeah. SHOT Show in the first place. Um, but, so so one of the things that I do is, yeah, man, if, if I'm interested in something, I might look at it, but if it's too crazy there, I'm moving on. And the end yeah. of the day is going to come, and I probably didn't touch that thing, but it is what it is. You know, yeah, yeah. and everyone doesn't have to get out the same footage anyway, because probably on that thing, there's going to be 10 or 20 videos anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So ultimately what happens is that the folks, the people who are watching us now, everyone starts searching, oh, SHOT Show 2021. Everyone's looking for whatever comes out and everything gets views. That's how it was in the past. I don't know. I think everything's changing now and we're going to a completely different... Um, way of of it being done and so i think in this event what kind of happened is they maybe need to separate and say okay on these days folks like us we could come but these days are for the people who are paying to like come and shoot guns and maybe hang out with us if they want to see yeah. us talk to us or we could be talking to people in the companies on those days and then these days the the general public is not there not because we don't want to hang out with the people but because if we spent money to come out to an event, um, which like in my case, that's how we got out there. You know, I, I paid to come out there. I stayed in my van. All of that's expenses for me. I need to somehow recoup my expenses at least, you know, yep. by by getting videos up. But I don't want to make the same videos that everyone else is making, if that makes any sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they got to have some a better facility for us to do that. Yeah. But anyhow, I think Gorillas I and Guns is, is echoing that here. So, um, What's Gorillas and Guns echoed that. He says uh, they should have two days: one for the media people and one for everyone. So I think maybe hopefully they'll do it better. And and I don't I I don't know whether and I'm I don't know maybe this is playing politics. You're not trying to knock the event the guys did though, right? No, well, I mean it's the first time they put on an event, and mm -hmm. they did. It was a stellar event for the first attempt, mm -hmm. but that's something that, that Chad and I talked about before the event, mm -hmm. during the event, and after the event, mm -hmm. uh, where he was just thrilled, you know, uh, that the public can't get into any of the SHOT Show stuff, and he doesn't like that. And he wants the, the public, you know, Chad, Chad Wiley, the, the CEO of Yeah, Public's Chad. Department, yeah, those guys did a lot. They did a lot of work. Yeah. One of the coolest, most down-to-earth, you know, genuine people in the in the gun industry, I think. R really good guy. And he really wants the public and the PSA fans and customers to be able to get out and to get access. access to all the yeah. new stuff and, and to not be told, no, you can't come. And I feel for him there, but it's just from a practical standpoint, it it we have different goals. Yeah. And, you know, we're there to work. They're there on vacation to play with stuff mm -hmm. and you put those two, those two goals are kind of incompatible. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I it, like where, I like where you're coming from because I, and I often tell people this, right? So people looking or listening to this, if there's folks from PSA looking or listening to this, PSA is awesome without a doubt. Right. All the folks there work really hard at this event. They worked really hard. Um, and they, they did a great job. Uh, and they always do that. Right. And they always give, they always, you know, strive for their customers and even folks on our side. The thing is, though, if we don't talk about stuff 
like like really what happened. We're not going to make anything better. And I would like to see better options come up than Shot Show. <laughs> because the yeah, the yeah. bad side of Shot Shows is freaking expensive to go out to Las Vegas. <laughs> it's expensive to be there where you have to pay like 5 bucks for a little tiny glass of orange juice or for a bottle of water. Right? I I think what well, what's a bottle of water like 3 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a nightmare to do that whole thing, and I wish that we had alternatives. But if we want to make alternatives that are going to be viable, we kind of have to like one. You guys participated, I participated in that event, and then we have to go. You know what? This could be better. Maybe we should do this differently the next time. Uh, okay, two two things. One, I want to point out that uh, who is that? Armament and Axis mm-hmm. is calling out TJ for oh, not. Boy. So you, you got to. Oh, he Jeff, says. Jeff says a lot. Me and Jeff are on the same page a lot. He's yeah. Like, he says, know. "Don't be afraid to interrupt a little." <laughs> I yeah. think. Yeah, I think TJ's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, cool. TJ. You could interrupt us, man. Yeah, I, I was just. I mean, I'm like Jeff. The, you know, we should. You know, I agree with you. We should get together and, and give them some feedback on it. Like, uh, you know, me and Jeff discussed about. You know, having a having a place to actually set up and do videos where we don't have you know some guy trying to pick up a chick in the background, like mm-hmm. on one of the videos or oh really know, people, people <laughs> like, who was it? It wasn't me. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. no. It, was, it, was some, uh, it was one of the uh, the public people was in there trying to get trying the, to kick uh, it. Hit, on the, hit it on the chick at the uh, uh, the pro shop. The pro shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we we both shot videos at that counter in the pro shop with right. the, the wood flag yeah. on the wall. Yeah. The first video we shot with Dale at PSA talking about the jackal. We're we're sitting with our back to the wall, me and Dale, and over to my left um, was the cash register for the pro shop for the sawmill shooting range. Mm-hmm. And the girl at the counter had some guy in there <laughs> working, working. Man, he was working. Pimp. The, he, the whole video oh, putting his Mac down. Oh my God. I'm going to have to go back and look, take a look at that. And it's like, <laughs> he could Jeff look at it quietly. Really? It, did it, he have a chance? Did he have a chance? No, did he get the, no, he did, did he get the number? And I thought about saying that, but then uh, Joe, that would have been on film. And I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah. Uh, man, the, the things of making video. I don't know if people know the crazy people will see you making a video and walk right in front of the camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Or you're doing a video with a gun. You've got a gun in your hand, and you're doing, and someone will literally come and go. Yeah, can I take that from you? <laughs> like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. 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 It's some crazy so stuff has happened. Me, yeah. To me, the biggest the biggest downside is shot show. Um, uh, the the expense, the fact that everyone gets sick every year, whether whether they're well, it doesn't matter what's going around, mm-hmm. you you end up getting sick, right? Um, you run yourself ragged. You talk to everyone, and and for us, and you know, maybe, maybe your experience is different, but we leave thinking we killed it, man. This was awesome. We got so much cool mm-hmm. stuff lined up. Eighty percent of it is never yeah. hear from again. Yeah, that's and a good number, man. I mean, a lot of times it's a, a bigger number than that. That it, it was, yeah, it falls through. Yeah, yeah, in terms of like you're talking to people and you're like, oh, cool, we'll get our hands on this and we'll be able to do yeah. that. And I yeah. think for, for a lot of people looking at it, they'll think, oh, so you didn't get some free stuff. Nothing is free. None of this stuff is free or anything like that. It's all work, but you're oh, trying yeah. to you're trying to build the best thing that you can build and be able to, to 
to deliver to whoever your audience is. And people are always asking me, oh, well, how come you haven't done a video on this? Dude, you know, if I have to buy these things, if I have to buy every single thing, you're going to be waiting years. Like people are, people ask me, and I'm a big bullpup guy, and they ask me about IWI, for example. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, how, where's the, you know, where's the, um, what is it, the 12 gauge from IWI that they just came out mm-hmm. with? Yeah. Um, oh, man, I forgot the, uh, I forgot what that's called, right? Uh, someone will tell me here in the chat. Yeah. But, you know, if you're not a big enough megastar or whatever, these people, it's its its a complete waste of time. So th- what does that mean? It doesn't mean that I hate IWI, but I've got to wait till I have money. And every time I have money to buy stuff, I, gotta, I have to make choices on what I'm buying. And, it, and it's really tough. You know, and if you're serious about this, if if you're looking at this as a serious thing where you're delivering content to people that they want on a regular basis, it's all work. Whenever stuff comes in here, it's not I'm never like dancing around like, oh, I got some free guns. Oh, yay me. You know, it's like, oh, okay, this is work. We got to get out there and get this video shot. We got to figure out where the ammo's coming from. You know, even if, yeah. yeah, even if you have like I have an ammo sponsor, you know, Fort Scott Munitions guys sponsor me. They, you know, it's, it's we're in the freaking ammo apocalypse, so ammo's not really coming in, and you've got to find ammo and you've got to shoot the video safely and survive that whole thing. And now you've got to edit that video and then you've got to put it up there just so that YouTube can completely destroy. Any kind of discovery that you have in your video, no one looks at it, and then everyone goes, "When are you going to make videos?" <laughs> yeah, keep saying it's it's free. Oh, you get a free, you get a free gun. I'm like, well, no, I I got a gun, and we have to go to the range. We've got to do the video. I've got to get the ammo. I've got to get the accessories for it. You know, put different yeah. optics on it, different grips, and next thing you know, you've got you know, hundred something hours into doing it, and you know, time is time is money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the editing part is is uh, uh, is that's a whole other thing right there. You know, I know that's people all, have editors. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff does all the editing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do. Uh, I do a lot of it. We we got some mm-hmm. other people who edit. Toby does some stuff. Um, oh, speaking of which, and and I'm not trying to be promotional here. Mm-hmm. No, um, you can be though. That's what this is. Uh, this platform is to help promote you guys, man. This is a hundred percent about gear report so go for it thank you we're not worthy but uh but we're going to try to take advantage of it anyway so (laughs) uh, this morning or yesterday i think it was yesterday i released our century and canic video and there's something in there one of our guys that that produces videos so we got a couple that do video Uh, it's not just me but it's Mm -hmm. mainly just me but Mm -hmm. toby um has uh He's been very faithful to the old school way of pronouncing Canic uh, from the old country, you know? Not oh, the oh what is it like? Day. Is it Chanic or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Chanic. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah so, so we had uh, Adam on video uh, mm-hmm. give a little lesson. And I think it came out really well. So if you want to see that, mm. and, and I promise you it wasn't to humiliate Toby. It was because Toby, I think he's cool enough and, uh, you know. What's wrong with a little humiliation? I Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Come on now. Don't try. Good, good. Uh, yeah, don't try to pretend that you didn't enjoy the humiliation part. 
Oh no! If you watch it, you'll see. Oh, okay. There's no pretending I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but Toby is—he's very persistent about. He used to be very persistent about the 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 Chanik. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're like, okay, it's. it's yep. and, and is that the way that there. is that the way that? So how is it pronounced? Uh, you're gonna have to go watch the video. Okay, man. we're gonna have to watch the video now. Okay, damn it, can't even, <laughs> can't even get that. Let me get a question in here. The Stanley Walnuts threw up, and by the way, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups. We need and appreciate those, um, you know, those thumbs ups out there. So, uh, Stanley Walnuts here. I'll put your comment up. Uh, he says PSA, AK Vaporware Armory. Dagger, Jackal, MP5 clone, nowhere to be found, laugh out loud, never overpromise, and underdeliver. It's a recipe for disaster. I get it with COVID and all, but still, then he does the rolling, the rolly eyes. Uh, yeah. So I've I've said about PSA for years. I can't think of anyone. I've probably met 50 people within the company. I can't think of a single person that I didn't like, that I didn't get along with, that I didn't that I wasn't mm-hmm. impressed with. Is like you know these are stand up people. These are good people who mean well and are trying to do right by their customers. Okay. That said, PSA stays about two and a half steps ahead of their competence. Always, it seems like, and and you know, I I want to just like Jamin, slow down, dude. You know, um, mm-hmm. and and Chad, Chad, I think has done a good job of trying to rein that back and be sure that they get the right engineering done to to have things come out and mm-hmm. not need help. But yeah. Jamin's such a hard driver that that uh, I think that that kind of set them up. Uh, I don't want to say set them up for failure, but set them up for a more difficult road than they needed to be mm-hmm. on because okay. of his impatience and drive. And mm-hmm. it you know, served him well. But yeah, I think so. You know, I hear the same complaint about Caltech a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to say it's not valid, but I think, look, I'm going to flip it for a second to Car World. Can you get a Corvette C8 right now? Mm, not on the money I have, but you can't. I mean, it's it's you know it's not a super expensive car. I mean, tech the price that a C8 Corvette should be, the price it should be, I mean, is about the price that most people are paying for their pickup trucks, right? The mm. thing is, is that you can't get one, so everyone's overpaying for them, right? So if uh, a sixty thousand dollar car has become a you know hundred thousand dollar car, pretty much. Mm. The thing is. How come Chevy's not able to spit those things out fast enough? You know, and then they're and then people can easily get mad about it. The problem is you're talking about right what's right on the edge. You know, if you if you want to get any other kind of Chevy, you can absolutely get it. And I think that's the same thing. I would say that's the same thing with Caltech, and that's the same thing with PSA. If you look, if you want the companies that are gonna be on the edge and making the cool stuff. That's always going to be on the edge. So you can't expect that to come out. And it's so much out there that, you know, the prices are getting cut in half because there's so many of them and, you know, no one wants them or whatever. That's the cutting edge thing that you're trying to get. Right. Yeah. So the question is, are the other things being sold? So if you look at PSA, they're making stuff every day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I went to, to one of the factories here in Florida, the amount of steel that comes in there every day. And then the amount of steel that becomes guns that's going out of there every day is totally ridiculous. So there's human oh, yeah. beings, there's, there's folks out there 
getting the guns, but the cool stuff, hey, it's just going to take time, bro. And, yeah. you, and, you, and you have to be patient and um, wait on that. I think that's really what it... Now, now okay, for the, for the people who are mad at PSA, yes, last actual SHOT Show we had, they came out with like 70 things. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. They didn't know it was going to be the, the end of the world apocalypse, yeah. you know, but they came yeah. out with 70 things. However, they're actually manufacturing the living daylights out of stuff and they're putting stuff out every day and people are getting things. But the cool things people are not getting. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it's just going to take time for us to uh, see that. And then let me let me just get to this. I think Brass Catcher is mad. Let me see what Brass Catcher is mad about here. Uh, yeah, I was Brass- about to mention his comment. About, yeah, you want to? Yeah, you want to hit that? Uh, if it's the same one that uh, to think I was disappointed, I didn't make it to the gathering. Um, you know, it, I took that to mean you know we've talked it down and made it sound like it wasn't a good event. I want to be clear that I think it was an awesome event. Uh, especially it was the first time that PSA had tried to put an event on like that, and they did phenomenal for their first attempt. It was a three-day event that had tornadoes that canceled the second day. Given the hurdles that they were that were put in front of them, I thought it was a phenomenal event. Um, but as media, it was a little more difficult because the public was there. Mm-hmm. And and it sounds terrible, and I – and. I don't want to make it sound like I don't appreciate the public or anything. You know, I'm I'm often part of the public when I go to things. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I'm acknowledging is that we have different goals yeah. and those goals aren't compatible. Yeah, so I don't see I don't see what you're saying as being bad. I thought it was a great event. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, me too. I'm trying to think what other shooting event I've been to this year. I don't think I've been to any. Um yeah, twenty twenty one. I don't think I've been to. I don't think That's I've our, been to. Huh? It was our second one because we, we, me and Jeff hit the uh, fire expo down in South Florida. Oh, the fire expo. Okay, yeah, you guys went to that. Yeah, you know, uh, how was that one? Was it good? I thought it was very similar. Yeah, very similar. I think what's a lot of what's happening here is people are finding out that it's not so easy to do what uh, NSSF has been doing for for decades. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Not so easy. Yep, yep. There's reasons. And, and but the reason why people are trying to do it is because it's it's necessary. Right. Like they say, necessity is the mother of invention. So now when when you have maybe firearms companies taking on the challenge of putting on shows, everybody, I'm sorry, everyone can't do a show perfectly and they definitely can't do it perfectly the first time. It's going to yep. take time. It's going to take repetition. It's going to take learning from your mistakes, you know, and figuring out exactly how do we juggle all of this and what's important right. and how do we make it happen. So, but I think, I think it was good. I got, I feel like yeah. I got some good videos there. I was able to, um, for me, I enjoyed like small events like that where you could actually hang out and talk to the people who work at the companies is always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that, I think that it would have been great if more people were able to come out there, but yes, there was one whole day that got canceled. And I feel like if they were to do this again, um, they would probably do a better job, but let's just remember here for a second. Like if, if folks out there don't really care about the people creating the content, like I get it, you know, you're not obligated to give a crap about what it takes for me or, 
or like Gear Report or anyone else out there to do stuff. But this is why you'll notice that every single person who makes content didn't go to these events. And the thing is, is that, first of all, uh, the big guys don't have to. Yeah. Whatever they want to get their hands on, they'll get their hands on it, you know, at one point or another, right? If it's available. Proactively reach out to them and say, when can we send it to you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if you're if you're a person in the business, if if you're in the business of doing this, if if um, if TJ and 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 um, and Jeff here are trying to, this is a business for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got to you've got to take care of your own families, and then you've got other people that you you've got to help make some money and all that kind of stuff. It has to be. You know, it, you're not going there for the fun of it. So, and I think that when that happens, you've got to say, "Oh, well." And and I, I think that what you what you um, said, I can I feel like, yeah, I wish it was easier for me to make the videos, and I could had a better opportunity to talk to people or get the 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 things I wanted to get done, and you know, all these kinds of things. But it doesn't take away from it. I don't feel like I I'm I'm going to tell you I've done events that I realize I completely 100% wasted my time. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, and I've done them recently. <laughs> you know, but I don't feel that way um, ab about that particular event. And I just hope that the, as these guys go forward, they figure it out and figure out how to make it work or decide what it's supposed to be, you know, or separate what it needs to be so that people know, okay, I'm going here exactly for this purpose and if we don't talk about it, it's not going to make it happen i think what Br brass catcher was talking about though is he said psa wouldn't sell him a lower because he's from michigan um yeah and then that sounds reasonable though yeah that's michigan i mean i'm i'm from ohio mm -hmm. and there's kind of this interstate rivalry thing you know mm -hmm. the, so my father taught me a song when mm -hmm. i was a toddler only song my father ever taught me it goes a little something like this we don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan, whole state of Michigan, whole state of Michigan. <laughs> we don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan because we're from Ohio. Okay, we, wait a second. Before it. we start like launching nuclear missiles across <laughs> state borders here, um, yeah. there might be so, – so, Brass Catcher, were you told – because he says he was very disappointed – uh, I'm just going to throw up some of the stuff here. He says, I was looking forward to buying a lower, getting a pick in front of the store and building it for my son. They messed it up. Um, did they tell you why that they didn't sell you a lower? Because there might be some legal reasons why they couldn't sell you that gun, which I don't know, that lower, which is a gun, by the way. You know, it's a firearm. So there may be some um, legal reasons why the store that you went to couldn't sell it to you, which I don't know if you guys know. I don't know if anyone else out there knows. But you I'm going to something to do with one county in Michigan. OK, but I don't know anything beyond that. Yeah. So if there's one county in Michigan, let's say I'm just I'm assuming I, I don't know either. But a lot of times with um, with with these companies, in cases like that, they can't take the legal risk. Yeah, they just can't take the legal risk, bro. 
I don't really think, and without knowing exactly what happened with you and PSA, if you want me to, if you told me exactly what went on, I could maybe try to talk to someone and see if I could find out exactly what happened. But I'm going to assume that they just couldn't take the legal risk. Look, Brownells, who I'm, who's a company I like, I do a lot of stuff with, they had a giveaway uh, for Super Bowl of the big ass, uh, you know, the oil barrel of uh, ammo. Yeah. And uh, they were like, hey, can you help us share this? Of course I did it. And then someone from Florida, which I'm in Florida, said, you know, dude, if you're in Florida, you can't win this ammo. And I didn't realize that. So I went and looked it up. And sure enough, it says right there, Florida, it said some other states. I can't remember if Michigan was in there or not. But it said certain states is not getting that ammo. And so I reached out to them and I was like, what's up? They were like, we cannot legally send this ammo like a person in these states cannot legally win this that's wow. just the bottom line <laughs> man i thought we were free down here i thought we could do whatever we wanted but, well i mean yeah we're none of us are 100 percent free the way we should be and so yeah. there are some legal limitations of sending things to certain places and doing stuff and if the companies have already tried it and run into trouble and run into massive financial bills or threats and things like that because they sent something to the state and then someone in the state is trying to do something to them or whatever it is this is how it may come about and i don't think um i i'm just trying to say that you know, I don't think that they went out of their way to ruin. He says it ruined his vacation, uh, which is, you know, mm. that's it's I, I'm that's like unfortunate. You know, that's not a cool thing that you plan this vacation to do a specific thing and it happened. But I think there's probably a reason and we could probably dig into it and find out what that specific reason was. But ultimately, if the stores force themselves into doing something that that the lawyers are saying don't do um there's m massive amounts of stuff that's at risk the lawyers yeah which which sucks but i think it's ultimately reasonable that we don't want we don't want to be the ones you know to to open up a situation where someone can go after a gun business and take them down right so if they're doing if they're doing things like that i know if i got caught up in it and i expected to buy this lower there and they're like no we can't sell it to people from florida i would be mad too you know um but uh you know night train says first thing michigan has to do is get rid of the <laughs> wicked witch governor whitmer um, yeah he's not wrong yeah but he says he says he's he's thankful. Brasscatcher says he's thankful for us talking about it. Listen, honestly, if you sent me some kind of messaging on it that I that I can have some specifics, I could try to look into it for you. But I'm just going to assume that there's a reason, and th this legal stuff is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's it really is. It really is. You know. Um, I'm not a fan of that. So let's see what other questions. Oh, someone wanted us to talk about what Ruger was it? Someone, and and they're gonna get. They're gonna, is it who was it that wanted to talk about the Ruger? Um, the PCC, wasn't it? Yeah, the Charger. Was it yeah. the Charger that someone wanted to talk about? You guys have some uh, comments on that. You got some. You've done some things. I like the Ruger Charger. I always have. Um, I'm actually planning on building one. Uh, I'm trying to build an integrally suppressed one. 
Nice. Now, I don't know what we're talking about here. I'm assuming we're not talking about the 22 one. I was trying to do a 22. I know now there's different things out there, right? There's like nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I saw. I'm, I'm looking on the other screen, scrolling through. I, yeah, I there's a lot of. Now. Yeah. I thought it was a PCC charger, and that's one that I I haven't got my hands on. I've okay. yet to be to an event since the last shot show where Ruger was present. So okay. I've been to a few events, and they haven't been in any of them. So, mm-hmm. and and you know we worked with Ruger a few years ago, but uh, good people didn't have any issues with them, like the guns. But we just kind of have been. We've been chasing things that, that that we have found more interesting and just haven't been drawn to Ruger mm-hmm. lately. Kind of sad. I mean, we probably should have followed up on the five seven. I think that would that would have been an interesting review. Yeah, I, uh, yeah the five. So you guys didn't get a chance to shoot the five seven. Um, did we shoot that? TJ, you shot that at Shot Show, didn't you? At the big yeah. range day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you shoot, think? I try to shoot. I try to shoot everything at range day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get enough uh, rounds behind it to come up with like an opinion? Nah, I mean okay. usually just you know, the 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 one mag they give you and okay, next. Person. Yeah, that's a, that's another tragic thing. Yeah, <laughs> which I get it, right? There's all these people, but I think you know what's really crazy. Um, and this is uh, man, we're going back to 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 the whole to our gripes about shows. Um, if you are coming up to the shooting line at like media day shot show and you are not so let's say this is for the media not for the people it's for the media if you're coming up to that line okay and you don't have a camera in your hands or someone for you doesn't have a camera to shoot video or well pictures you know fine i'll I'll grant that you shouldn't they should say no get off the line dude (laughs) seriously because I go to these things and I see a whole bunch of people in the line and they're like, just, you know, now I, I know there's maybe journalists that want to shoot it to see how it is, but they don't necessarily want to do video. I could get that. But but even there, there should be some, I should see something that tells me, because I remember the last shot show, there were people there that had fake badges. And then there were guys walking around in the crowd looking for the fake. And I was like, how do you even know the fake badge? And then they told me there was something that they put on the badge so they could tell. And I was like, oh, because there were these guys standing right next to me before they told me this that had this that didn't have the thing. And I thought it all looked weird. And they were just because you have you know, haven't you noticed that it's just a bunch of people hanging out there to shoot the guns. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, so, but you know, so they're not doing we, anything. We we will we shoot B-roll at events. When, uh, when we're at events, we, we're generally just shooting B-roll, but sometimes it if we do, if we don't have a video that we know we're going to use that in, mm-hmm. sometimes we'll just shoot it because we've never shot it before and that'll help us decide, you know, okay, there are 50 new guns here. We have slots to take a, a more in-depth look at maybe five over the next six months. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's all that's left in the in the uh, publication schedule. Um, so we're just trying to figure out which ones do we think are interesting enough that, that excite us enough that it's worth going through all that hassle to produce a review. Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah, we still and, and and most great, of the time we still get pictures anyways. We, even yeah, if we just get yeah. pics or, or a mm-hmm. little short yeah. video, we 
we're still getting something. Yeah. yeah. Even when I go to those things, I'm looking at other people shooting it if I can't shoot it, just to make a decision yeah. like, hey, am I yeah. interested in enough in this thing to spend a bunch of time and money yeah. trying to get my hands on it? Um, but the thing, the thing is, is I think that a lot of times we go to these shows and there's a lot of people doing stuff there that if the expectation is for someone to make video there, it's kind of wasted if you're not, if you have a ton of people going through there and shooting a lot of ammo and stuff like, and, and shooting, sh getting behind those guns. And then the people that actually want to do an interview and get footage of it being shot or shoot it themselves and come up with a, an opinion don't actually have. And I know that NSSF has a problem with that, that they're trying to, yeah. they're always trying to figure out like who are the people that are actually creating content um, around this thing. And I think it goes for a lot of different things, right? So, sure. but to to go back to the to, to the five seven, um, I actually had a friend that owns one of those and brought it over here for me to shoot it, and I and I thought it was decent. I don't think it's it's not it doesn't to me. This is to me. It doesn't have the full sexiness of the FN five seven pistol, like being polymer and all of that. But the price of it is pretty cool. But I still like the look of the FN, but the freaking price of the F and I had an FN before. I had an FN and I had a PS90, but I had to sell them because I have to sell guns to get other guns. And I yep. had those guns when I first started doing this, and I really didn't have any choice. I didn't yep. want I didn't want to sell them, but I didn't have any choice. If I wanted to keep making videos, I had to sell those guns and get other guns. You know, yep. so. Um, but I think so. I think it works. Ruger did what they needed to do there, but it's not exactly what I'm looking for. I would probably um, want a, something a little bit more. So, like, uh, there was a company here in Florida that came out with um, with an AR that uses the same magazines from the five seven. You know, and there's some, huh, Diamondback. Diamond. Yeah, yeah. So that something like that, I wish Ruger would have made, which maybe they might make at some point. Yeah. yeah. So get me in. So so uh, some egregious self promotion. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend TJ Go here for it. Yeah. was <laughs> one of the first people in the world to get a, a DBX five seven and review it. So you can go find a full review of that on Google. Oh, report. awesome. And uh, last summer, before they released it, we did a tour of the factory, the Diamondback factory, and took one of their prototypes into their internal, uh, their test range, and did some shooting in there. There's, uh, we got footage of that in the video up as well. Um, I really like that. I think you were on the spot when you said, you know, in something a little bit different than the, the pistol yeah. mm -hmm. for, for that round. Mm -hmm. And I, mm. it, it was... That was one of the more difficult ones for me to say, no, 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 send it to TJ. He'll review it. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. no, 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 I want that one. Yeah, I, I really one. I really wanted to get my hands on it, um, which I probably will at some point, but Diamondback hates me. So um, <laughs> they basically, when I, re when I made the request, they were like, hell no, we'll, uh, we'll never do anything with you because... You know, it's so weird. Um, some one of the biggest videos I have on my channel is from Diamondback, which is a regular AR, which they did a really good job with, and I think they did a good job with the ARs. But when they put out their handguns initially, they were terrible. Yeah, um, the FS9. 
Yeah, and is that what it's called? I, th- I believe so. The, the full size, the FS9. Yeah, yeah, and when they when they yeah when they put them out, I did some videos on them. Um, and then I had to like, we really had a lot of problems with it and even we sent it back to them and then they fixed it or actually they gave us a whole new one that had the same exact problems. It was like a whole nightmare, you know, and I had to tell people that ultimately, um, cause I mean, that's what this is all about. Right. So, and, th- but I did other stuff for them, which I thought was fine. I put that out there and then fast forward, they came out with new versions of those handguns. And they said, whoever were their marketing people said, hey, you had some problems with these. You want to try the new ones? Tell us what you think about it since you had some issues with it. And I was like, oh, awesome. You know, and I did that and they were better. And I said that. But then go forward again now when they came out with the 5.7 um, and I reached out to them, their marketing person was mad at me because they only saw the negative video I did. Mm-hmm. You know, so they sure. sent me a scathing email. You need to reach out to Kaylee and say, I understand everything you said, but I know TJ. Oh, and then (laughs) they will block me and do everything. That's that's all. That's all you need to know. No, the way my my philosophy on it is this. Right. Um, That's fine. You know, people don't have to do that. I'm still going to get my hands on it at some point. That's what right. I know. Yeah. It's just it's just going to take time. And I really do think it's interesting. That's what I'm saying to you guys. Yeah. Like, I really think they went the more interesting. I don't like the five sevens that are using the PS90 magazines, you know, mm-hmm. because they're like just the way they're feeding. You know, a PS90 is meant to feed from that magazine on the top and all that. I'm not really a fan of the ARs trying to do that, but I like the idea of using that five seven uh, pistol mag. Um, so to me. I would really. What, what was your What was your opinion of it, TJ? Is he frozen? Are both of these guys frozen? No, they're there. Okay, you guys are there. TJ TJ doesn't talk very loud. He's yeah. intimidated yeah. by. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. No. The the DBX five seven was awesome. I love that thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, then, is it worth? Is it a buy in your in your mind? Is it a buy and hold? Would you actually like hold on to that? Uh, I think so, because uh, it's it's kind of unique. It's it's mm-hmm. ARS looking, and it kind of looks like a mini version of the Jackal, mm. to me. As a, when I saw the Jackal, I was like, oh, it was like a big boy version of the uh, the DBX five seven. Mm-hmm. I I like the five seven better than the Jackal. I, I'll be honest with you, Dale's a nice guy. I like the vision he has for that, but in the current iteration of the prototypes that we shot, it didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. I was like. All right, I think they had the five five six out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I was looking forward to seeing the 300, 300 blackout version. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But then I think they were also saying they may do all the calibers. But five seven yes. is a great caliber to do this kind of stuff in. To me, yeah, yeah. And, and now yeah. they're making more five seven. Yep. So, uh, Armament and Axis wants to know what part of the great state of Ohio Jeff is from. So, there you go. The good part. He's from Huron C- County. So, that's yeah. what he's saying. So, so, I was, uh, uh, so <laughs> it's funny. People, people will see uh, anything where you have to say where you're from. And I'll say, and it's spelled as you would say Newark, like New Jersey. Uh-huh. And, and I'll have to clarify, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not from that cesspool 
you know? Yeah, see, I came on your show so I could irritate people by... What cesspool? Which cesspool? New Jersey or... New Jersey. New yeah. York, New Jersey? I'm from the, the, the one that's pronounced <laughs> Nurk. Oh. Nurk, Ohio. Newark, Ohio. Nurk, Ohio, they call oh, it. In Jersey, uh, they call it Nurk also. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, I used and to I'm, live in Jersey. My kids sense. were born in Jersey, so thanks for that vote of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you yeah. had a good sense to get out of there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 My kids are not from Newark though. They're from Hoboken, which is I don't know, it's not really mm. better. You know. Yeah. Um Let's see. So there you go. Hopefully that's satisfied and hopefully everyone from that that uh from Newark is mad at us. If there's anyone yeah, from Newark, feel free out to there. give Hank a thumbs down if you yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. Comment just about smash it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, just so you know, Jeff, I was born in Jersey too. Mm -hmm. So hmm. that uh, explains some things. It yeah, stings, yeah. What's up with that? A little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit of hurt. A little bit of hurt, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think he cares. he looks like Mark Strong. Do you know who Mark Strong is? <laughs> Do you know who that is? Do you yeah. ever heard of the act? I think his name is Mark Strong. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> Here, while you're looking that up, here's the thing. I, I'm giving you a gift when I say something painful because those painful moments make you appreciate the good times that much more. Oh boy. Yeah. You're welcome. You know what, TJ? I feel for you, brother. <laughs> I, I, I have to put up with him all the time. Yeah. Okay. Mark Strong, actor. Hold on. Let's see. I'm gonna throw up some pictures here of uh, Mark Strong for the people. Let's see, from my phone. This is from my phone. This is who you remind me of. He always He's a British guy. He always plays the bad guy in movies. Jeff's just pulled him up. Sounds like me. Yeah, because you have that really evil look, especially when you're hating on New Jersey, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got you got that kind of Mark Strong thing going on. People can tell me if they Ooh, think that I'm... Guy. Yeah, if they think I'm lying. Hmm. Yeah, you got that kind of evil psycho killer kind of look going. That's what I was going for. That's awesome. Yeah. He's been he's been working on it for years. Yeah. You know, the only the only paid acting gig I've ever had, I was a what was I? I was a special forces army guy storming mm -hmm. a building. Especially what movie what movie was this? Uh it was a commercial, actually. Oh, a commercial? Well commercial for what? It, for it depends was, or um <laughs> no i don't think that one's out yet actually um mm -hmm. what was it for it was for a textiles company that does a bunch of military textile stuff and it was funny you know i tell I, i've got a kid that is really into drama and theater and i mm -hmm. and i will Remind her, hey, your dad's the only one who's ever had a paid acting gig. Your your dad's the only professional actor in this house. Mm. And basically, they hired my Humvee <laughs> to use in this commercial. And mm -hmm. then they're like, oh, you kind of look like you could be in the army. And as it turns out, I was supposed to be like an extra. And I ended up being the star of the of the commercial. Um, Did you I get paid? I saved everything. Oh, okay. yeah, got paid. Good money. Good money. Any money's good. Oh, well, okay. True, true. I the, didn't have to do anything unseemly. Just uh, carry it, drive the Humvee, and look okay. like I'm tactical. They didn't, they forward. didn't like, violate you Hollywood style or anything? Oh, I certainly wouldn't talk about that on this show <laughs> if it did, you know? 
<laughs> that could I, be I a yes. Down <laughs> as, as he breaks down and starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> so Just show me where the bad man touched you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jeff. We're here for you, but yeah, yeah. We won't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> if, you t- if you tell, right, right. I t- yeah. <laughs> the Jew says not even close. I guess he's talking about my reference that you look like Mark Strong. So I don't know. Is that good or is that bad? The mm-hmm. juice. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's me. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. What other things do we have going on here? Um, we're we're still talking about gear. I don't know what other gear the folks out there want us to talk about. What stuff well, do you guys I'll, have coming up? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about something if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because I got off on a tangent because that's my specialty is going off the rails, right? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, from the gathering, one of my favorite items, um, make fun of me if you want to, the TX-22 competition from Taurus. It has a threaded barrel. It, it shoots 22, but I'm telling you, it was smooth. It was fun to shoot. I could shoot that thing all day. It was fun. I yeah. really liked it. So um, I will make fun of you all day, but not about that. Um, that t- so the, sure. the, the TX-22, I didn't get a chance to shoot it there at the show. That's just one of those things that we didn't have time to get yeah. around there and shoot that. But um, we, did, I, I, we did a video here where we just brought a whole bunch of 22s and put them on the range and started shooting them. And that TX-22 did the best. So I think now they have, what's what's the new one called? I have a picture of it somewhere. The, the competition. The competition, yeah. It's got, it's got the red dot mount. It's in, it's interesting because the red dot mounts above the chamber. Yeah. And there's a cutout in the slide and it literally mounts right yeah. on top of the Yeah, let me see if chamber. I can roll it in here. There you go. Threaded There's barrel. a picture of it. Yeah, that's, that's a nice thing. Yeah, come on. That is yeah. really cool. So he that so this one shot well. Threaded barrel, and he was yeah. In. yeah, man, oh, yeah. threaded barrel. That's all it takes. You know yeah. what's the only thing that's going to be better than that? You know what's the only thing that's going to be better than that? What am I going to say? Let's see. If... Integrally suppressed. Boom! TJ for the win. <laughs> I'm, I'm with yeah. you. I wish, I wish they all were. Yeah. You have to wear ears, ears to the range or anything. It'd be awesome. I'll tell you something right now. So we were talking about the Maxim 9. But I went somewhere, and man, I, do, I don't even know where I have the pictures of that. Um, a friend of mine, uh, actually, the guys who own um, Aries Training Facility in Leesburg, Florida, uh, the owner's brother had a integrally suppressed uh, 22, the, what was it, the Ruger Mark II or something like that? Was it a mm. Mark a Mark II? Integrally suppressed, full auto. I've never seen one of these ever mm. in my life. I'm trying to find. I don't know if I'm going to find it here, but I never saw that. And he was like, yeah, this is... this." Is, he was like, when have you ever seen this? And I told him, no, this, this is not Ever- even supposed to exist. Yeah. Everybody should have one. Yeah, sounds- it was so great to shoot. Let me see if I could find... Uh, I mean, literally, you shoot it like this, and it's like... <laughs> Done. Every round, what is it, 10 rounds, out. You know, yep. super quiet. Um, man, 22s are awesome, man. Yeah. Also, also from that show, mm-hmm. going the complete opposite direction, uh, TJ, what, what are you looking to get from Taurus? Oh, the uh, the Raging Hunter and uh, 454 yeah. Casual. 
Oh, yeah. Europe was another completely okay. different. Mm-hmm. Plus, completely I can find separate. that ammo around here too from the yeah. one of my local shops from Space Coast. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying. And to see. here, the other thing I mm-hmm. want to mention mm-hmm. because I think it's important, and people don't talk about it enough. Even though we had a weird, weird experience with them, uh, NAR North American Rescue had their different types of med kits there. Mm-hmm. And of all the people I know that that go to shoot, unless it unless the person was a paramedic or some sort of top tier operator, they don't have anything with them when they go to the range. And I think everyone should have a blowout kit when they go to the range. They should have a chest seal and a tourniquet and some, you know, packing materials and quick clot and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think NARS done a good job, North American Rescue, of putting together some some economical kits that can help you save your own life or your friend's life in the event that something unfortunate happens at the range or while hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What was that? What was that weird sound I just heard? Sounds that like the, sounds like someone's cat, cat. Yeah. One of the cat is one of the cats is trapped in here with me. Oh, is it okay. Sexy Steve? No, it's it's fluffy. Ah, uh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, Sexy Steve's doing his he's doing his uh, Instagram photo shoot right now. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. You said you had a weird experience with. Is that something we can talk about or no? It's probably probably a no. Dude. Okay. So. Uh, oh, no, he'll talk about. Not, no problem. They, 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 yeah, I'll talk about it. Obviously, no yeah. <laughs> doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so towards the end of the show, we're walking around looking for, all right, we, we got 20, 30 minutes left. Let's let's find a cool brand. What are some of the cool brands here mm-hmm. um, that we can just go say, hey, let's shoot a quick video. Talk about your brand. Pick a couple products you want to highlight. We'll shoot the video. You know, didn't ask for anything. Um we walk up to to NAR and hey, does anyone want to want to shoot a video with us? And oh yeah, everyone's kind of picking at each other about oh yeah, put him on camera, put her on camera. No, 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 I don't want to do it. And then <laughs> steps up and is like, no, we do our own social media. <laughs> and like that's it. That was it. Just mm. Shut everything down. Jeff was like, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, we didn't ask him for money. We didn't ask him for product. We were literally, can we shoot a video to share with people because you have a cool brand? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that's it, interesting. It was the weirdest. I've been doing this for 11, 12 years. It was the weirdest interaction I've ever had hmm. at, at a booth with a brand. Now, that said, the other guy that TJ had talked to, uh, Matt, reached out after the show and he didn't know that had happened and we're going to do some work with them. And he's like, Nope, no idea what was going on, except that guy's kind of like that. But, mm. you know, I think that good company, great products that dude just, I all don't know kinds what of, all sorts was. of mixed nuts in the gun world, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all, all sorts, all sorts. Let me see here. If I could do this, I'm going to run this in. This is a picture on the table these are all machine guns that I'm running in for you guys. Um, so here's a start. Here's an AUG. This is an AUG right here, uh, machine gun. Um, this is what is this? A Beretta? Uh, I forgot. Someone will tell me the Beretta. I don't remember those weird names uh, too much, but that's a Beretta that I shot. Um, these are some Uzis right here, right? Some Uzis that we shot. But this beauty right here was different. 
This is that Ruger, I think, I want to say Mark II, hmm. um, but that was integrally suppressed machine gun. And I have footage of it. I've just been so, so busy that I haven't had a chance to put, I'm going to put that footage up because I want to do like a nice video for Aries um, to encourage folks to go out there and do events and, and things like that. Like if anyone wants to do an event like what happened at the gathering in Florida, uh, Aries would be my choice. Uh, the gathering, I think, was a really it was a cool facility. I actually, sure. I actually spoke to uh, Scott. I think today from the gathering. Yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah. He's a crazy little dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, man. I'm, I'm thinking I want to reach out to them and and try to set up a, like a team building thing for a Gear mm -hmm. Report. Get all our guys together there and do some stuff do some training maybe get Puckett and see if mm -hmm. uh see if ron from Riker wants to come and mm -hmm. uh yeah, yeah i don't know but, yeah but ron's, co ron's good people too he's good people I've, I've known him for a little while yeah don't do the trust fall though huh i could get some more training i was i was i was getting i was getting better with it yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I would say. So with the right with the uh, Riker grip, I people are like, oh, what do you think about it? I I don't like telling people something's awesome. I think it's you know everything's not for everyone, and if you want to get into something, you have to understand what is the purpose of this and is it applicable to you, you know. Yep. Um, and if you listen to to what Ron is saying, like he's got certain injuries and stuff like that, that this relieves the pain and the pressure from that and he and you have to set it up a certain way to do it so there's a lot of people and look i do the same thing right if i try if i see something the first time and i try to use it and it doesn't work for me immediately i'm like no right that but maybe that's just the way it, it is maybe some uh, later on in life i have some kind of injury and i come back to that and i figure it out until i'm like oh this is how this works and how it works for me and then that that makes that whole thing better but because it's different like i've got a pretty long like uh arm reach as opposed to ron for example or you know i mean jeff you you know well you guys are both tall but you know everyone has different arm reaches and you're using it on different kinds of guns and things like that so you really have to think about all of that and how you're doing it so i think that's a cool thing that he came up with and that's a guy who's actually done some stuff right you know yeah. you talk about doing some stuff so yep um yep. you know Agreed. so uh you know uh is someone i don't know if this person is trying to troll me here so i don't know right now i'll just ignore i'll just ignore that for a minute <laughs> um that's a good call yeah uh, Night Train says, I have not heard any further complaints with the 22 Glock 44 since its initial introduction. Have you guys? Oh, boy. Legendary. <laughs> uh -oh. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, seriously. It's a 22 pistol. Come on. Legendary. Whatever. When So when the, when the Glock 44, first of all, I got one. That's one. No shame in my game. Um... But but I like twenty two pistols, especially ones that look and feel like other guns, right? So I have I have the Walther twenty two. Um, what is that? I think that's a PPQ, the twenty two with the twenty two barrel and all that. I've got the Smith and Wesson one, which you know, what else? I've got a bunch of different uh, handguns like in twenty two, and I've got some rifles in twenty two also. 
right? That are like ARs, you know? So there were some issues with the Glock 44, you know, some, some issues and everything. And when we put that out, everyone was like, yeah, but you know, the, the Taurus TX-22 is working great. I don't know what's the big deal about this. And I was like, what are people talking about? They can't be serious. You know, it's a 22, it's rimfire. You got to have some troubles. And that's why we did that video where we just put a bunch of 22s there and we just loaded them up and we started shooting them. And yes, I promise you, there was zero problems with the Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't matter yeah. what we put in it. Yep. <laughs> So I think so. the problem with the Glock was how they announced it. You know, Glock perfection and legendary. And then mm -hmm. it had some issues. Uh, mm -hmm. Or at least there were some reports of issues. You know, we've got, uh, I think it's a 3,000 round review that mm -hmm. Chris over at CloverTech did mm -hmm. and put up on Gear Report. And he has talked pretty extensively since then. Man, about the if you stand up 3,000 3, rounds he did, yeah. Clover? That would... That so, I mean, if you, if you put 3,000 rounds... put 15,000 rounds through that gun so far and hasn't had issues. Oh, I was going to say, man, 3,000 rounds, if you put that end-to-end -end on top of each other, it's taller than him. 300 rounds is taller than him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Clover is out there. Sometimes I see him in the chat. Yeah, so, yeah. He, so he wound up putting 15,000 through it? Something like that. It, it was lots because that three thousand I thought was impressive, and then he was yeah. talking about it recently that he's put thousands and thousands through since then, and he's like, you know what, working with Glock was not fun. They were mm -hmm. not a pleasant brand to work with, mm -hmm. but the gun ran like a top. Okay. Yeah. I think it worked. I think it worked, but it ha it did have issues with certain kinds of ammo and under certain circumstances. And yeah. like I saw someone say they should have included a threaded barrel. I agree with that. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of things. It's not so easy to load, blah, blah, blah. But I think the, the uh, when I saw the Taurus people, I told them that TX-22, they could just make those and make money. <laughs> just only yeah. build those. You know, so, um, you know, I don't know what other 22s have you guys seen out there that are awesome. I, you know, one of the, I think in, in, if I go through my gun room, the absolute favorite to shoot is an SW22 Victory that, um, I, I did a lot of work with Tandem Cross a few years ago. They pimped out that gun and I'm telling you, I, I can, I can stand at 50 yards and shoot a smiley face on, uh, on an eight inch gong, you mm. know, freehand with that sucker. It's awesome. And I'm not a good shot. So, I mean, it just shoots phenomenally. Mm -hmm. I, I love that little gun. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And when I first had my, my victory, it, it didn't work, but I wound up having to send it back to them. I don't know if anyone else had those issues. I think mm -hmm. in the first round, there were some issues when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, but they fixed early. it. But we uh, mm -hmm. we swapped out a bunch of parts really quick. Uh, mm -hmm. Did a big project with Tandem Cross to pimp it out, and it's run phenomenally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of tricked out stuff out there, and and I've seen uh, Twenty Two Plinkster did a bunch of stuff on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's uh, in the t like? Oh wow, we're almost, we're approaching nine o'clock here. Mm -hmm. uh, Armament and Axis says love my victory tack driver. So there you go. 
Stanley Walnut says Tandem Cross is awesome. I would agree with that. There you go. YNH says I like my SR22. What are the cool things that you guys have not gotten your hands on that you're really looking forward to and you think like this is going to this is going to be it? So I've got um supposedly Maxim Defense is sending their PDX in 300 blackout. It's going to be an SBR and it's not an integral suppressor, but they have a suppressor that they worked with the company to kind of co-design them to work together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a honey badger. Um, that, that'll be an SBR with a can that I thought I thought it would have shown up by now. So uh, Dave's kind of ghosting me, but hopefully that one will arrive soon to um, for review. I'm really excited about that because that's a pretty cool little format. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I want to put Daniel Defense on the spotlight, too, because they reached out and asked if we mm-hmm. could review the DD5. Mm-hmm. And then I heard back from them in a couple of weeks either. So um, but I'm kind of excited about uh, that one as well. OK. OK. There you go. Uh, who's making the suppressor for that? Uh, for the. Um... For the PDX, I'm blanking. Yeah, for on the it. for the Maxim. Uh, it's okay. Something with a G, like three letters maybe, but I'm completely blanking at okay. the moment. Griffith is not okay. Mm-mm, not Griffith. All right. Okay, TJ, mm-hmm. what cool stuff uh, are you looking forward to out there? Uh, anything I can get my hands on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I really wanted uh, back when the uh, the Chris came out with that 22. I really wanted that that little Chris 22. Yeah. Um, which one? Talk- what, we talked to him the the vector. Oh, the yeah. ve- the Chris Vector twenty two. Yeah, I've got one. Maybe yeah, you guys should come cute. up here sometime, and we'll like you guys bring some cool stuff that you have, and maybe yeah. some cool stuff we yeah. have. You guys could do videos on or whatever. You know, TJ yeah, have to bring that DBX five seven over. Yeah, that yeah. that this might be my opportunity to actually get my hands on that bad boy. Yep. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'll put the I'll put the EOTech. Uh, back on it so it looks obnoxious mm. yeah. yeah cps that seems like it's probably the right company yeah uh, that brian quick mentioned so oh thank you. oh cgs okay um <laughs> stick it in her axle <laughs> says i love 17 hmr so many rifles of them i've bought and have no one makes it a pistol though but maybe barrel length makes the velocity and flat shooting uh, love. Yeah, 17 HMR pistol would be nice. I always wanted to see uh, Keltex uh, PMR pistols come out like in 17 HMR or some weird mm. kind of thing like that, you know? Yeah. Um, are you guys fans of that at all? I, like I don't know anything about 17 HMR, TJ. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a fun little fun little round. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's just a, one of those little, little you know, clicking rounds. Yeah, I think maybe I've seen one handgun that was ever made for that a really long time ago. Um, mm. If that, I, I might even be wrong on that one. So there may not be a handgun for it. I thought there was something from a while ago, but uh, not really out there. So, the, and, and you know, that's the whole thing with, uh, with ammo, right? And then companies making stuff for a specific ammo. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I want everything in 10 millimeter. And no one buys it. Yeah. I need to get a 10 millimeter, actually. You don't have any 10 millimeter guns? 
No, I got a stack of ammo. Someone, a couple companies sent me 10 millimeter. I used to have a bunch of ammo sponsors, and then the, mm -hmm. it just became such a pain in the ass that I said, you know what, it's not worth the hassle. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, now ammo is impossible to get. I'm like, ah, oh, yet another That's what you get, Jeff. decision that I yeah. Armament in Axis says 17 HMR is 22 mag necked to uh, oh. 0.17. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun little round. Yeah. Yeah. John Doe says today I went to four Academy for ammo uh, or Academy for ammo, I guess. It's raining yeah. 224 Valkyrie. Ah, <laughs> uh, I should go to Academy then because uh, I don't have a lot of 224 Val left. Yeah. Um, is ammo, is the ammo situation getting any better out there from what you guys can see? It's, no. it's a little better over by me. I've got, uh, I mean, my local range frog bones, they've gotten, um, they've got a bunch of five, five, six in, well, no, two, two, three. Mm -hmm. Um, they've gotten in and they got some, some of the five, five, six green tip, um, 12 gauge slugs. And then, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the nine, when they get it in, they use it for the range so people can actually go shoot at the range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the you know the local places, Space Coast Bullets over there, they've gotten they've got they got a bunch of two two four Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. Some reason I have no idea why, but they've got it. Yeah, what what I have seen, at least in my area, I I don't know other parts of the country, but there are so many people that are either out of work or on reduced work from what they were doing a year and a half ago, that they have time to stock ammo deliveries. So whenever it shows up, they buy out everything and then black market it mm -hmm. for two to three times what they paid for it. Hustling, man. Those, they, well, yeah, and see, so I have mixed feelings. Like, you know, I respect <laughs> that they have found a way mm -hmm. to make some money in the market. But I also am like, seriously, y'all are screwing everyone mm -hmm. on purpose Let's find a happy medium, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the same time, you don't, people don't have to buy the ammo. I know, I know. And you I, know, I have, so. well, I was going to say I haven't bought ammo. I bought 10,000 rounds a couple months ago, but that's a different story. <laughs> have you sold um, any ammo? I've sold a little bit, yeah. A little bit? I, out of that 10,000, it was a, a friend that had some, some medical bills coming up and was just trying to – I was buying a bunch of Humvee parts. And he said, okay. oh, you do gun stuff. Here, I got some guns. I got some ammo. Like anything to get more money to cover these bills. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need yeah. it, but I'll buy it. And yeah. I and it, and it allowed me to help out some friends and family that were desperate for ammo, and mm -hmm. I was able to hook them up. So it, it worked out. Okay. Okay. What about you, TJ? Sell any ammo? Nope. Nope. Sell any guns? I've sold some guns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've sold yeah. some guns. Trying to trying to just you know thin out the herd, and when something mm -hmm. when something good comes along, because there'll be some stuff come in, and and, mm -hmm. and then I'll I'll have the funds for it. Yeah, I feel the same way. What about you, Jeff? Sold some guns? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I I may have to sell some more. I I within the last week and a half. I got bit by the um, I don't want to call it high end guitar bug, but I <laughs> I, I bought a couple uh, USA made Gibsons and those aren't cheap. Oh wow! So okay, you're out to pay for them. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, was it da is it Dan Wass? You guys know who that is? The he's a writer. I want to say it's Dan Wass on a couple of days ago, and he's a writer. He did Good Gun, Bad Guy. 
he did that that series of books but he was a he he was in rock bands and things like that since he was a kid and he had some really cool uh he had some really cool guns uh if you if you have time to check out that um yeah. that episode you'll see that okay so listen it's nine o'clock we got to wrap it up here here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this individually with you guys and then we'll go into the overall gear report um is there ways that people can get in touch with you, TJ? If they, if they, you know, they like you but they don't like Jeff. Let's say scenario wise, Jeff looks too scary for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, shoot me, shoot me an email, TJ Persichetti at Gmail, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll answer anything. Okay, so Jeff, I'm now to, I'm happy to talk to people. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're actually just TJ at Gear Report, Gear Dash Report, aren't or you? TJ at Gear Dash Report, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then what about you? What about you, Jeff? If the people, I, uh, do you even want to? With no windows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm scary guy at gear-report.com. Is that really your thing? Come on now. Sure. Why yeah. not? No. Yeah. Exactly. I, I have the server set up so any anything that doesn't route specifically goes to me anyway. So okay. You could literally. Send me whatever at gear-report.com and it'll get to me. Okay, so what's the social medias for the people out there if they want to see, like, where can they find you guys? What's the big thing? The .com, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, gear-report, gear-report, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, .com. That's so, so literally when we got started, I had a guy tell me he was kind of established and he told me i was an idiot for starting a website you just need to be on youtube that's where all the money is and then within two years youtube was bitch slapping everyone and oh, the money yeah. had dried up and mm -hmm. it's like he didn't even know if he was going to be able to continue doing gun videos on there yeah they went um, off they went on from bitch slapping to oh, dry yeah. humping right now oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead dry humping yeah. with pepper and salt in the wound. <laughs> I, I know, but but that the the tens of dollars that we make every month on YouTube are really helping keep the lights on. So so that's yeah. important. Okay, but um, but, but you yeah. are on YouTube. You are on YouTube. You are well, on Instagram, Facebook. We we are primarily a long form written review site. So so that's where you know if 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 you want entertainment, you're probably going to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not that entertaining, you know. Uh, we're we're more. You know, if you want detailed information about something you're looking to purchase, come find it with us. And then we use video on various different platforms mm -hmm. uh, to as a different means of spreading that. And then Instagram, Twitter, Parlor. Yeah, we we're back in Parlor now. I should probably post some there. Me, we we're we're all over the place. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok. That's, that's pretty, well, I haven't yeah. done that one yet. You put Jeff I'm on dancing on TikTok? Cool. Yeah. I know. You do those stupid oh. dances those chicks do on TikTok? You guys will go super viral. I mean, it's like Humvees for everyone. Jeff. Yeah. I'm on. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up only because I do have to, um, I'm going to do uh, a podcast with Trenchwork Chronicles right after this. I know he's waiting on me, so um, I am going to wrap this up. But you guys stay right there. We're not we're not going out right now. I'm going to go to the end. I'm going to come back and I'm going to get the final word from someone. So between the two of you, you got to figure out who it is. Uh, big shout out to Harry's Holsters. Go check them out. There is a code. I think it's Hank Strange. If if uh, if you if you go look at HankStrange.com, you'll 
find all those codes or even here um, in the description of the video. So big thanks to them. I'm going to run in the end right now. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Make sure you smash those thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to get your audio podcast. Big shout out to everyone around the world that listens to this and all the good folks right here in America who listen to the podcast on a regular basis. We appreciate you guys. All right. So hit up. who's hitting us here? Who is it? Okay, TJ, it's on you. It's on you. Words of wisdom. Make it good. It's Friday. Everybody's watching. <laughs> words of wisdom? I have, I have no words of wisdom. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to hit us with something. Just to uh, give us something from your parents or something, man, to help us. Otherwise, the world's going to fall apart over the weekend, and it's all on you. You put me, you put me on the spot. No, 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 I have to think about something. What do you I tell your young. kids all the time? Oh, jeez. I can't say that. I don't think I can say that here. We'll go. We'll get, we'll get, get slapped with a freaking thing. <laughs> what What was Jeff just saying just now? I said buy more guns. Yeah, well, uh, buy more guns. There, there you go. go. Okay, I'll take it. Buy more guns. Okay. All right. Thanks to Gary Poor for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe. We're out. Peace.